We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Welcome again, and thanks for joining us. Your finances untangled. That's what it's all about. And Mo Param, who is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestors, he's the one doing the untangling. And man, does he have, he untangles. It's like at <laughs> Christmas time when you bring the, uh, the Christmas tree lights down from the attic, and they're all balled up, and you've got to spend... <laughs> two hours untangling them. That's what Mo's doing every week with so many areas in the financial universe. We've covered a lot, Mo. How are you today? I'm doing great, Dave. How about yourself? Wonderful, wonderful. Actually, I like this uh, this topic because this is something that's going to affect either us one day or it could be affecting us now, and we'll share that story in the uh, podcast today. But it's long-term care. And so Mo, who is with Cloudvestors, has some great advice and some alternatives to maybe what you're thinking in the traditional sense of coverage if you're trying to get coverage for long-term care. Cloudvestors.com is the website, cloudvestors.com. Mo, this is uh, some numbers that I saw from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 70% of those 65 and older will need some sort of long-term care. We're living longer and so that's something that certainly needs to be factored in uh, a retirement plan. It does. It's uh, when you think about that number, it's a reality that I've seen personally throughout my financial planning uh, career and just personally in my family life. So in some shape, form or another, whether it's in-home care, having to go to an assisted living facility, a nursing home, those numbers are correct that I've seen where in some shape or form or another, long-term care is something that is real it's a reality and should be planned on within mm -hmm. your financial plan i mean without it without that it can cause without that type of planning you can cause a complete damage to your plan overall and here's another 70 percent number 70 percent of the nursing home population is women and that makes that's, sense women live longer that's right women live longer um most of the times women are the, women are the caretakers and so uh, the unfortunate reality is sometimes these women are have taken care of their spouses and maybe those spouses have passed away. Now they're, you know, they're left with the burden of having to take care of themselves or having the finances or resources to take care of themselves during long term for a long term care event. So, yeah, those th these numbers are they're jarring, but they're true, at least from what I've seen. And speaking of jarring, the median annual cost of a, a private nursing home, this annual cost is $97,455. That's running you at about $267 a day uh, mm -hmm. for that. It's not cheap. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like having a, a fairly nice hotel room every day. Uh, every day the, for years. <laughs> exactly. My mother, yeah. and I'll, I, I can share this, She's she's been in assisted living uh, for, for 10 years now. And when we get to some of the options, some of those, or at least a really good one, was not available when she went in, in assisted living. She did not have a long-term care policy. And at some point, she's going to run out of money. My sisters and I are going to have to scramble and figure out what to do. And we're looking at about 14 months. She's 
uh, almost 92, and she's mm-hmm. been in 10 years with dementia. And wow. it's something that, you know, we really weren't expecting and obviously really weren't prepared. Now, some people, Mo, we could talk about what's been around since the late 70s, and that's long-term care policies. What are the pros and cons of that? So those long-term care policies, those were created, like you said, in the 70s, early 80s. And those are policies that are issued by your traditional life insurance companies. And these long-term care policies, they've, they've changed throughout the years. But essentially what it is, is you transfer the risk um, from your assets, your pocket, your pocketbook to an insurance company. And those insurance companies will issue a contract, issue a policy. And uh, some of them are reimbursed policies, meaning that um, if you have a long-term care event and there's some type of expenses that go along with your care, um, you send in receipts and they reimburse you for a a dollar amount that you've come to an agreement with in your plan. Uh, Some of them are non-reimbursable, meaning that they just, you know, if you have a long-term care event, you don't have to send in any receipts they will give you X amount of dollars based on the contract. So one of the big pros to uh, those traditional long-term care contracts are you, in some aspects, you know what your uh, resources are if you you needed care, if you needed funds to take care of yourself, and you've removed at least that portion from your assets, from your 401k IRA uh, investment account. So you've just transferred off that risk to an insurance company. Mm Now, some of those don't even exist anymore, Mo. I mean, are and and the, what are the premiums like? I mean, if you, if you were to just get a long-term care policy, what what would you be looking at? You know, they range. They range by age. They range by how much of a benefit, how rich do you want your contract? There's a lot of verbiage and language in the contracts. I've seen them as low, quote unquote, low as a few hundred bucks, maybe like a hundred, two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I've seen them as high as six, seven hundred dollars per person. So it all, it all, like everything else, it's all about the bells and whistles. How detailed, how, how robust you want these plans. But they're not, they're not inexpensive. Put it that way. And I was it's actually something you have to plan for. Well, and you and plan early too, because I was also reading that they're not easy to get, and there's some type of a memory test involved in, in applying for some of those. They're check checking your cognitive skills. They are, you know, like any insurance company, they're hedging risk. So the more uh, riskier you are, the more uh, they feel that you don't fit inside their box, the more that they feel like they're going to have to pay a claim anytime soon, they'll probably, I won't say deny you, but they'll make it difficult for you to get it. So just like any, if, any, if anyone's ever applied for life insurance or disability insurance, uh, you've had to apply and there's some medical questionnaires. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't seen a, a long-term care policy where you have to actually take a medical exam. So there's no pricking of the needle. There's no uh, peeing in a cup. There's none mm-hmm. of that, <laughs> you know, when it comes to applying for these contracts. But there is a memory test. I've seen where uh, an operator will call you, someone from the insurance company will call you and run through uh, some questions. You know, anything from, you know, who's the president? Who's the current president? Uh, you know, here are some words. We're going to give you a list of five words, and in about ten minutes, we're going to ask you to repeat those words. What they're trying to see is 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 your mind sharp? Are you? Or are there any signs of dementia, Alzheimer's? If it basically, are you a claim ready to happen? Right. And if you right. and if you are, then you probably won't get approved. So as so they're not the. 
they're not the easiest things to get, uh, especially the, the later in years you are. So if this is something that you're considering, my recommendation is to think about it early. And if you can't afford it, if it fits within your plan, it's something to consider. And tip, I think the typical age to start considering this is around 45 to 50. Yeah, I mean, that may seem far down the road, but given that, it may not be a bad idea. Look at Looking at options for long-term care on your finances, Untangled with Mo Param. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, by the way. Cloudvestors.com is where you can learn more about Mo's firm, Cloudvestors. Right, let's say you don't go the long-term care policy route. And I figured out on that that annual median annual cost of a private nursing room is ninety seven four fifty five. So it certainly could be a little higher, a little lower. But if that's right around eighty one hundred a month, is it is it better and more affordable to just try to fill the gap with income that you had built in in your retirement plan, covering uh, some of that eighty one hundred, and then filling the gap with something else? Well, that's typically what you you'd want to do. Is that what uh, you're doing with the long term care, or is the long term care covering everything? That's where I get confused. Yeah, you know, long-term care isn't covering everything. Uh-huh. Now, uh, because you know, you have to think about it. You have to have a contract that will pay you eighty-one, eighty-one hundred dollars a month, and you don't know how long that your stay is going to be. Like you mentioned, your mother um, has been ten in years. Uh, ten years. So you think about, let's just say, ten years ago, the annual cost was let's just say eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's eight hundred thousand dollars, almost a million dollars. Right, and you know, God willing, she's with us for another ten years. So now you're talking about almost one point six, almost two million dollars that um, you have to, well, one have to rely on an insurance company to to continue paying for you, and or using some of your assets if you're going to try to self fund it yourself. Having one point six million dollars, somewhat uh, separate from your retirement income assets. Because if you're not planning for this, your assets were supposed to be used for income, maybe not necessarily long-term care. So, yeah, so the, so the, so the long-term care policies help bridge the gap, in my opinion, yeah. um, from your assets to uh, having an insurance company bridge the gap between um, the cost of care. This is really an important strategy for your retirement plan, especially because You've worked hard to build this plan, and I know that you know we, we've talked about retirement and plans that include that guaranteed income built in, but you want to make sure that, obviously, it's probably important to you, obviously, to make sure your spouse is covered and, and to have some type of a legacy. So we're looking at some op- options for, for coverage and, and filling in those gaps. And, Mo, what about a um, life insurance? Now, this that's some of these options here weren't available when my mother went into assisted living. What, what's can you explain how you can use life insurance for coverage? So these contracts have been around, call it about five years, six uh-huh. years, at least that's when I've seen them. Where one of the, the one of the drawbacks to the traditional long term care contracts are, if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. So you could have been paying these premiums for these long term care contracts. Let's say if you were fifty. And, you know, you've paid them for 10, 15 years, 20 years. Now you're 70 years old and you passed away. Well, you've paid for insurance for the last 20 years. So you're, you're a beneficiary. There aren't any, any, any beneficiaries. So you've just paid, you know, 20 years of premium for nothing. You know, an event for nothing. You know, right. it's your, tr- your true form of insurance. So 
what the life insurance contracts, what they do is allow you to use it or use it. So unfortunately, we're all going to pass away at some point. So what the life insurance contracts do is allow you to, if you need long-term care, if there is a long-term care event, you can use some of either the cash value that's inside the contract or some of these insurance policies have riders so that if you do need long-term care, a percentage of your life insurance policy is being now used for long-term care. Most of them won't allow you to go to zero. They won't exhaust the contract altogether. They, they'll leave a little bit of life insurance left so that when you pass away, there is something to leave to our beneficiary, a beneficiary bear, to bury you you know, for a charitable giving, whatever the need is for life insurance. But now you have uh, the ability to know that, hey, if I pay my premiums for X, X amount of years, I'm either going to use it for a long-term care event or I'm going to use it as maybe an estate planning or uh, a legacy play that you're going to use the insurance one way or another. But see, that sounds really so much better. And and correct me if I'm wrong here, is this different an annuity with a long-term care rider? Completely different because uh-huh. this is a life insurance policy. Uh, one thing to consider, because it is a life insurance policy, the underwriting is completely different than the long-term care policies. Remember the long-term care policies, remember I mentioned that you won't have to possibly get pricked with a needle. It's more of a memory cognitive test. Well, since this is a life insurance policy, you are applying for life insurance. So all of a sudden, it may be even harder to get. Because now now you're looking at uh, your blood pressure. Now you're looking at medications that you're taking. Now we're looking at different factors because you're basically you're applying for life insurance that has these fancy bells and whistles to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be even more expensive. Now, think about it. You'd have to, you know, for your mother in, in situation, you'd have to have a contract that's well over 860, maybe even over a million dollars. Right. And so if, if, if anyone's ever seen a contract for a million dollar, kind of that permanent insurance policy, those, those contracts get pretty pricey. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do. So, so an annuity is different. Annuity is still an insurance policy product is still on insurance chassis, but instead of, um, there's typically no underwriting, so you don't have to worry about passing this test or failing a test. It's an exchange. So you you give an insurance company money, 100,000, 200,000, 500,000, whatever it is that, you, that you've agreed to. And in exchange for that, the insurance company will possibly give you either a, a guaranteed income for life or uh, guaranteed income for a certain amount of years. But if you do have a long-term care event, typically I've seen what these annuities do is they'll double or they'll at least increase the the annual funding they were giving you, the, uh-huh. and the annual income they were giving you. They'll increase it by some type of factor. I've seen it where they've doubled it. So in instance, if you're getting five thousand um, dollars a month from your insur- from your annuity contract, if you had a long term care event, they'll double it to ten thousand dollars, which would cover uh, the median cost annually. Which would cover the median cost. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, but keep aware that scene where um, once whatever you've given the insurance company, so if you gave them a five hundred thousand dollars, once your five hundred thousand dollars has been given back to you. Mm-hmm then they reduced the income that you were getting back to the original number. Okay. 
Uh, did I lose I you there? I, I no, no, I'm here. No, I see so, now. It's actually, um, you know, but they double it until you hit that point, and then you go back to what you normally would have had. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so you'll go back to the 5,000 in that example I was giving you. I'll go back to that. So you're still going to uh, need something after that to fill it in if you live a long time. If you live a long time, right? Yeah. So that's right, which is where planning comes into place. Yeah. You know, um, having an understanding of, you know, if the numbers, if you believe in statistics and if you believe that 70% of 65-year-olds are going to need some type of long-term care, the likelihood that you may need it is pretty high. So if you are, if you can position your assets or at least get the, get, wrap your head around, I may need to segregate some of my money. I may need to segregate some of my assets specifically for this, just in case. Well, there's a 70% chance you may need to, I know when the meteorologists say it's a 70% chance of rain, I take that pretty seriously. Yeah. Think about it. If you were uh, hopping on a flight and there was a 70% chance of you not making to your destination. Uh, yeah, you, I wouldn't be getting on it. I wouldn't be getting <laughs> <laughs> You know, Mo, I shared about my mother and she would actually be thrilled. She she has severe dementia, but she'd be thrilled because she used to love to listen to me on the radio. So she'd be thrilled to know I talked about her on a podcast. But you had mentioned, too, uh, you're facing something possibly or, or making some decisions about your mother. Yes. So my mother's uh, two of her sisters uh, both have have passed. My aunt recently passed away uh, a few weeks ago, but um, both of them had stays at nursing homes. Mm-hmm. One uh, for I want to say she was there for about two years, and uh, my aunt, who recently passed away, was there for a few months. But still. Oh, actually, and my grandmother, my mother's mother, was uh, in a nursing home for about two years, two and a half years. So, personally, I've seen it where it's it's almost not seventy percent; it's almost a hundred percent of those in my family that are have reached that age uh-huh. um, have needed some type of care for an extended period of time. So, my sister and I are are dealing with the reality of, well, we have to figure out how we're going to, how we're going to plan for this, how we're going to pay for this. Because, uh, my mother, you know, bless her, bless her heart, bless her soul, uh, worked her, her tail off, uh, you know, raising my sister and yeah. I, but you know, she didn't have the means to, to, to pay for these, these kind of, um, uh, needs, uh, everything that she, that she made was for, for us to, to bring, to take us to a good school to, to, uh, basically just, just as a single mother, everything she made was for us. So now we have to return the favor because if anything happens, it's on us. So my sister and I are, are thinking about, you know, figuring out this this riddle. You know, is it a insurance policy? Probably not, because my mother has, um, she's not in the best of health. She's not she's not in the worst health, but she's not in the best of health. Mm-hmm. So she'll probably not, in my opinion, qualify. Or if she did, then the premium's going to be through the roof. Uh, so we're looking at different as- aspects of whether it's just us saving money. Um, on the side, investing it, uh, just something put to put into the side where, you know, if she does need care, that uh, we've at least planned for that. Uh, we're yeah. we're we're that sandwich generation where. Uh, yeah, have you heard of that right. before? Oh, absolutely! You're caring for kids and parents. Exactly, and hopefully, there's something left to, to care for yourself. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Uh, well, you know, so, with yeah, people so living longer, that's uh, that's that's a that's something we may as well get used to being uh, in, of of a sandwich age, I guess. 
when you're that age yeah. where you're still caring for your kids and your parents. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I mean, it's unfortunate that um, uh, I guess some of these resources, there's, uh, I mean, I guess you can always rely on the government to possibly take care of you, but I've seen those facilities before, and right. I and you I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to do that at, at all. No, you and wouldn't. even some of the and even some of the planning you have to do, you really have to do some forward thinking if you wanted to transfer some assets out of your out of, out of your name because it could be some ramifications behind that to get government care. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that these uh, the level of assets, the level of income needed to take care of you. Um, is 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 high but you know that's the reality in the life that we live in right now where you know and these numbers aren't going aren't aren't going down no, they're you know not. the rate the increase is much more higher than the rate of inflation uh, and think about it you're, you're talking depending on where you are you're talking about 24-hour care exactly you know, that you yeah. you know I mean, from it's... lodging to food to medication to transportation you're basically hiring or being or needing care 24 hours a day some shape form or another at, at the high end yeah i compared that 267 dollars a day to a fairly nice pretty nice hotel from my in my standard a nice hotel room <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting that plus you're getting all your meals you're getting as you said you're getting total 24 7 care uh, with that. And so, yes, that is going to go up. Hey, I wish you the best of luck in making a decision for your mother. I know you're going to do what's right for your mother and like she did for you and your sister. And of course, it is nice that you are an expert on this because some people need an expert like you to help them make these choices. I was going to ask you in closing, I, I give sure. the, I give the website a lot, cloudvestors.com and it is cloudvestors, your partner in and financial advisor. Uh, if you go to, let's say someone's listening now and they're thinking man i need to get serious about doing something about long-term care way down the road but doing something now if they go to cloudvestors.com and that's cloud like a cloud in the sky vestors v-e-s-t-o-r-s.com can they make an appointment with you is it and is it a virtual appointment when they make that how does that work yeah it's a virtual appointment so uh you can just hit contact us or contact um contact me and um just fill out a, a brief um uh, just p- give us some f- uh, very brief information about yourself, uh, your name, email number, and uh, we'll reach out to you and we'll we'll have a virtual meeting and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about, you know, what what have you done so far? Uh, is this a reality for yourself within your family? What's your family history about long term care? And um, and then we'll talk and, and figure out what the best resource, the best course of action uh, to take is. Uh, sometimes it's just educating. You know, sometimes it's just bringing some education to you right now. And even if we don't move forward with any of the recommendations, at least, you know, at least you have um, some information to gear yourself with in case, you know, this is a decision we have to make a year or two from now. But yeah, anyone can, uh, if you go to the website, if you want to have a quick uh, virtual meeting with us, we'll, we'll do that for you. Well, it's cloudvestors.com, and then the podcast is Your Finances Untangled, and we do appreciate you checking it out. Uh, let's see here. Like, subscribe, share. Yes. Tell yes. a friend. Wake up your neighbors. Wake up your family members and tell them about it. <laughs> tell everyone. Post it. This is the best podcast you've ever heard. Um, no, just seriously. It seriously. Is. 
it is right uh but no but yeah everyone who's already liked it and subscribed it thank you so much but uh yeah share it like it write a review anything uh su suggest topics anything that you want to hear you know this is your uh, finances untangled so this is your t my time to share information that i have to you so if there's anything that you want to hear me talk about let me know let us know we're here for you be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.